Hi, this is Dan Sullivan, and I'm here with uh, great, great explorer of the technological universe, Peter Diamandis. And this is called Exponential Wisdom. And you just got a dose of it, didn't you, Peter? I sure did, Dan. You know, one of the things um, you and I both share, and we share with your members, Coach, and my members of Abundance 360, is a passion around the idea of longevity, of not just accepting the cards dealt to you, but saying, no, this is an amazing time to be alive. And I want to be alive for as long as I can, living a healthy, vital Mm -hmm. life. Peter, before we get into your five-day trip with some of the most cutting-edge explorers and innovators in longevity in California, can I talk just a little bit about the before and after of the people who were on the trip with you? You just had 30 individuals to do it. Just probably people keenly interested in the topic and probably not ignorant of the topic would probably come in and they would probably have been good laymen educated about the possibilities. That's why they signed up for the trip. But the before and after, just some anecdotal. Yeah, happily. So, you know, as you know, Dan, because you helped inspire it, I run a program, a year-long program called Abundance 360 for 360 entrepreneurs from around the world who are running businesses. They're self-made. They're running significant companies, industries, and I spend all year focusing for them on all these exponential tech and how it impacts their businesses. And then most recently, I've been focusing on mindsets, six different mindsets that I help coach these individuals in. One of those mindsets that you and I both believe in and coach on is longevity. And every year at A360, there's a whole module on longevity But I offer a platinum trip every year. And the platinum trip is if you want to go spend five days with me one-on-one and go do a deep dive. In the past, I've gone to China. This year, it was a focus on longevity. We were up in the Bay Area. There are five or six longevity hotspots in the United States. The Bay Area is for sure one. San Diego is another. Boston, New York, and DC. That's sort of where the longevity companies congregate for many reasons. And so this year, we covered San Francisco and San Diego. A year from now, next August and September, we'll cover the Boston, Cambridge area and New York. So they come in. They're all super successful. They can afford the best healthcare on the planet. And at the end of the day, what I ended up doing was saying, my mission is to transform the way you think, to transform your mindset around longevity from something that might be possible to, oh my God, I cannot believe what's going on. So we started, and what I did to begin with, Dan, was something you know well, you taught me. I did a longevity scorecard. And I had everybody score themselves in the realm of what I consider the most important elements. For example, what is your mindset? How long do you believe you're going to live, right? And you can will yourself to death. I'm clear about that. You know, like zero, one, two is like, you know, I've got 70, 75 good years in this life. You know, 10, 11, 12 on the scorecard is I'm shooting for 150 plus. And you and I would both score in that area. Then it was like your community. Who would you hang out with? Are you hanging out with octogenarians in an old age home? Or are you hanging out with young people who are vital and give you a purpose to live? And then what is the information you consume? Are you consuming the obituaries on one end of the spectrum? Or are you like reading about all the latest Mm -hmm. things? And so we went through the scorecard which is an important part of understanding what your incoming mindset is. 
people went around and talked about why they're there at this event and how they scored on this. And I think everybody coming in, they've gone through Abundance 360. They've heard a few speakers. My job was overwhelming evidence. Give them confidence and clarity that things are not going to remain the same and that things haven't actually been fully disclosed to them. So that was an amazing, amazing mindset shift Yeah, for sure. One of my clients, Gary Oberbrenner, he helps people publish books, but he put out a book called Unhackable. And the whole point is, how are you being hacked from outside of you? How is your brain being hacked from outside of you? And he had six things. I don't remember the list right in front of me, but one of them was watching TV news. Are you watching TV news? That means you're being hacked. And are you on social media constantly? You're being hacked and everything. And so down there, and I came down to the bottom and I wasn't doing any of the six things. The one thing that I'm really finding out is I just don't watch TV at all. So I'm I'm just finishing my 26th month of never watching television. And it's been a very positive 26 months. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, You've often talked about the selling of fear, you know, and one of the big fears that people sell is the fear of death, the fear of declining, dying, and people being death. And that's one of the big selling points of the mainstream media. Yeah, it truly is. My mission here was to give people the other end of the data spectrum so they can choose to live because there's so much happening. It was fun, Dan, because this was the first live event I put together in some time. We created an immunity bubble at our location. So we created a longevity lounge. We had 30 people in the lounge. Everybody was PCR tested going in, temperature checks every day. All the speakers coming in were PCR checks. So it was- Is this like an auditorium or- It was a large room set up with couches and chairs and tables and It became our longevity lounge and it was really an incredible community adventure. And people shared with like, you know, this is the medical challenge I'm facing. And we had people sort of become a mastermind for each other to say, hey, did you hear that breakthrough on osteoarthritis or on cancer or whatever the case might be? And being able to go and, you know, like two of the members in the lounge had heart failure. And one of the physicians was talking about a brand new technology to your heart is 50% fibroblast, the connective tissue. And he's developed technologies that can, I call it cellular alchemy, turn your fibroblasts of your heart into myelocytes so that you can actually regain additional function in your heart. And he was out of the room and one of the guys said, stop, let's go grab him, bring him back in here so you can hear this. Because we're hearing fundamental solutions to almost every disease. And I'll talk more about that, but the Abundance Platinum trip was off the charts, probably the best event I've ever put together because I think it impacted everybody in such a deep core fashion. Yeah, well, I see the, you know, the mindset. So I've been doing an exercise called the Lifetime Extender in coach now since 1994. So I tested it on myself for five years. And what I wanted to test on myself, Peter, is uh, I came up with a number for my lifetime, which was 156. And it had to do with the desire to live a complete century from the first year of a century to the last year, which is 100 years. And I was born in 1944. So I missed 
44 years out of the 20th century. So I took the 56 that I had and I added it to 156. And so what I wanted to see is if every time I thought about my lifetime, the number 156, and after about four or five years, it just became natural. I just began to think in terms of 156 and I have ever since. But what it does is it changes your whole notion of what you think the present is. It totally changes the notion of how much time you think you have to make fundamental achievements and make fundamental changes and transformations in your life. The next book I have in December of my quarterly book series is called The $15 Trillion Free Zone. (laughs) And I said, you know, on my birthday in 2044, I said the total GDP of the strategic coach, the free zone of the strategic coach is going to be $12 trillion. We had some free zone prospects today and we were talking. One of them said to me, you talk about that like you're talking about your vacation next year. And I said, well, sure. I said, what were you thinking about doing with the next 25 years? This is what I'm doing for the next 25 years, you know, among other things. But, you know, first of all, it's like mindset is like muscle. You have to strengthen it. You have to work out. You have to work your mindset out. And one of them is not exposing yourself to the counter message. One of the things that both you and I love is helping people select and then shape and then reinforce their mindsets. And I talk to my A360 members. I say, you know, what was more important for Bezos, Musk, Jobs? Was it the technology they had, the capital they had, their mindset they had? And ultimately, it's number one, their mindset, but few of us ever spend enough time focusing on our mindsets. Mm -hmm. So you need to choose that mindset. And like you said, exercise it. So you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. What's their point of view on how long you'll live and they'll live? Mm -hmm. You know, just like neural nets, what you let into your brain, your brain is a neural net. What you let into your brain Mm -hmm. shapes the way you think. Mm-hmm. We see this, we hear about this sort of in the AI world, that in the A360 ecosystem. You know, if you train a neural network with photos of cats and then you show it a photo of a dog, it says it's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're training your neural network with everybody dies in their 70s and 80s, what would you expect? If on the other hand, you're getting overwhelming evidence that you can live a healthy, long life. So that's one of my promises for my Abundance 360 members. Yeah. I'm going to drive your mindset about longevity, give you the overwhelming evidence, give you the on-ramps to it mm-hmm. so that you're as convinced as Dan and I are. <laughs> yeah. Well, Peter, for as long as I've known you and even before when our friend Joe Polish introduced you, and I had read about you in the Wall Street Journal, your Abundance got a great review in the Wall Street Journal, but You're developing your mindsets all the time, too. So you get a deep dive, essentially, once before five days during the summer and five days you're just back from. What are you finding that is still shifting for you? Let's just say if you measured Peter's mindset before the first trip this summer and now, even where you are, I mean, you're one of the... In the longevity. You keep trying to talk me into living 700 years, Uh you know, and everything like that. So you've been hard at this for as long as I know. But what even now has shifted for you out of this recent evidence? Because the evidence is more convincing this year than it was last year at this time. Yes. And what's happening is it used to be very taboo to talk about longevity. A lot of the scientists were shunned by their 
colleagues. And it was like as if you were scientists talking about that the Earth was not in the center of the universe, right? That's really where it was because there is so much structure built around death in your 70s, 80s, 90s. And oh my God, if you make it to 100, you're in a wheelchair, Yeah, right? There's so much of society that is structured around that from government to religion to insurance to medicine that it breaks the system. And one of the things I realized is how much that negative mindset has been in place and just permeates everything to the point where a lot of the top scientists who were seeing where we're going did not feel able to speak about it publicly because of their grants or their backers and such. That was interesting insight. The second was what I started to see is the connective tissue between all of these different approaches to longevity of reducing disease and fundamentally what is fundamentally going on with the human body. And on this trip, I had about 48 top scientists, speakers, entrepreneurs, lab heads, company heads. So we had 48 people come through over the course of five days. It was really intense. We had meditation every morning. We had longevity shakes. We had some exercise. We had IV glutathione, you know, Meyer cocktail drips. We had stem cell treatments. It was, or actually some treatments. It was, I wanted people to live five days of intense longevity. I'm going to grab you and bring you with me next year, pal. I have to make sure that our dates don't conflict with coaches. Yeah. It was amazing. What I started to see was the connections of, oh, this company is doing this and this and this, and this company is doing this and this and this, and it actually is aiming towards the same root cause of why we age. Mm-hmm. And the tools that we have, the exponential tools we have with computation, yeah. with now tools like gene therapy and new CRISPR technologies and new cellular medicines. Amazing. And, you know, I'll borrow a line from Ray Kurzweil, who's passionate about this as well, who's a member of our abundance community. He talks about building a bridge to a bridge to a bridge. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to live long enough to intercept the next bridge of technology and the next bridge of mm-hmm. technology, which will get you an indefinite lifespan at some point. So when I talk about a 700-year lifespan, mm-hmm. it's somewhat tongue-in-cheek because really, if you can live another 30, 40 years, you're intercepting the technologies that can give you, I believe, an indefinite lifespan. Yeah. Well, one of the things I take advantage of a lot of health specialists and fitness specialists, Babs was really the real breakthrough for me in my life because Babs was intensely focused personally on fitness and health when I met her. And, you know, I was kind of the average 40-year-old when I, (laughs) you know, when I met her. Yeah, you know, still having dreams of when I was more athletic and everything. But I quickly got the message that I was either going to change my behavior or we weren't going to have a relationship. So I didn't need much urging in that direction. And today, you know, like, We do stem cell therapy and we get really deep dive checkups with Jeff Gladden at Apex. And, you know, I'm checking in, but I've been talking to the people during the Zoom days because for six months, all of our 
strategic coach workshops have been Zoom. And I'll tell you, I said, you know, people didn't take me seriously about this longevity thing when I was 60 years old, but I think they take me more seriously now that I'm 76 because I'm 11 years beyond where is conventionally thought you shouldn't be working. And I said, I'm in top form, but I said, there's two things that are important for me. One of them is muscle, you know? So I've picked up about six pounds of muscle since April, you know, and I'm really doing heavy lifting. And the other thing is I said, excitement, I have to have excitement. And I said, you know, you can have all the muscle in the world, but if you're bored, it isn't going to do you any good. And you can have all the excitement in the world, but if you don't have the physical capability, the strength, the energy to do it. So talk a little bit about what else has to be longevity supportive in someone's life. You know, it's so funny because people ignore the basics. I would say that the basics that are fundamental to longevity is and I'll go back on to these, but it's sleep, it's exercise, it's diet, and it's mindset. Those are, in the organism that we are today as human beings, those are the fundamental four things that are critical. And then there's a whole slew of different therapies and technologies and how do you solve this problem or that problem and so forth. But first and foremost, so we talked about sleep a bunch on this trip, and it's one of the most underappreciated elements. And one of the books I gave out to folks is Matt Walker's book, Why We Sleep, which I commend it to everybody. And it's a book that basically says, listen, if we had been able, we being the human race, to evolve the ability to get along with less sleep, we would have. You are your most vulnerable and you are not being productive. You're up for being eaten. You're, you know, all kinds of things happen while you're asleep. So if you could get away with less sleep. So if you think you're one of those people that gets away with four hours, five hours, six hours sleep, that's bull. You need eight hours and you need to strive towards it. So I'll leave that for a moment. Yeah. Exercise, you're spot on, pal. The number one correlent with longevity right now is muscle mass. And it is super clear. I just had my shoulder repaired. It was damaged in a way that, you know, just stem cells and exosomes weren't going to do it. I had a bone growth that was cutting into tendon and muscle, and it was giving me some difficulty at sleeping. But the number one reason I had my shoulder repaired was so I can get back into my weightlifting program, because I know if I'm not adding muscle mass, so I've changed, I did my muscle, I've changed my diet, and I'm actually going to be starting a particular series of peptides that stimulate growth hormone to increase muscle mass. So yes. that's a second one. Third is diet. And there are a number of different approaches to diet. But the number one thing that everybody spoke about on this trip was the power of intermittent fasting. Yeah. And intermittent fasting can be anything from what I'll typically do of having an early meal and then going 12 hours 18 hours or 20 hours, and then eating again during a confined period, yeah. or going for you know a water fast for a week, people yeah. do. Well, that's another thing is that I do 12 hours every night from my last meal to my next meal. Next day, I do 12 hours. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting is that your body can really get used to not eating. It can. It can. So one of the things that we did out of this last Abundance Platinum uh, cohort, and all of these people, if I didn't mention, they're all members of A360. I just offer it out as a additional event, a bonus event for folks who want to sign up for it. And we're all going to start a 
day fast, but we're going to do it as a cohort and not with no food. It's an increasing intermittent fast really to try and get up to a level of ketosis and ketone bodies, which mm-hmm. is good for the brain and good for the heart. But we'll do it as a group. You, you, things you can do as a group are amazing compared to just on your own. Yeah. Yeah. The final thing after sleep, exercise, and food is mindset. And mindset's a function of so many things. Who do you hang out with? Who do you talk to? What do you have on your walls? What do you read? What do you listen to? All of that. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that is a through line for me is giving people this content. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, you know, you can worry yourself to death about anything. So, you know, I talk to people about all the longevity resources that are available, including going to A360 and, you know, paying attention to the books that you read and the services that you recommend. But I said, you know, it's not a competitive game here that we're playing with longevity. As a matter of fact, actually, if you treat it as collaborative rather than competitive, you'll actually live longer and you'll live happier. You know, there's just a fundamental teamwork that's happening among certain really advanced thinkers, advanced experimenters and everything that now has critical mass. What I'm sensing from our talks when we first started A360 to the way you're talking now, a critical mass has developed. And a lot of it is just the collaborative technology that allows people all over the planet to talk to each other on a regular basis as if they were sitting right next to them. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. At the end of the program, I said, listen, how many folks here are just blown away by what they've heard that they didn't know was possible that and such? Now, I want you to think about what we've heard about is just two of the cities of the five hotspots in the United States, and those of which where I have personal relationships, either because I've invested or I'm an advisor or I know these individuals or friends, whatever the case might be, and realize that this is just the United States. It's not China. It's not Russia. This is not Japan. You know, what we've seen is maybe a solid 10% of what's out there at best. And the tools that are going to allow us to accelerate these breakthroughs are in their nascent phase. We just have CRISPR technology for the last six, seven years. We just have really gene therapy technology, the ability to use a viral vector to deliver key genes to the specific cells you want. Just have this operational now for the last four or five years with some FDA approvals. We are just now seeing AI. We haven't even had quantum computing, which is going to accelerate all of this. And what we're going to have in 10 years is going to make what we have today look like it's standing still. And it's like people get, oh, 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 okay. My bottom line is do not die from something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's an individual journey. You know, I always say, you know, there's only one person on the planet that's actually responsible for you. And I just want you to know if you're taking full responsibility. But the thing is, it requires a constant series of choices as you go forward. That's one of the big things, you know, that I notice. Like I have three siblings now who are in their 80s, okay? And they're in various stages of health. And, you know, I've been telling my team, you know, I said one of the things we have to keep in mind is that there may be sudden calls that I have to go to funerals over the next two or three years, you know. And I have to do that because they would not really buy into 
my 156s thing, you know, and everything else. So one of the things, you know, you mentioned before, do not have your friends just in a band that's your age. Yeah. Like when I was in my 20s, I had friends who were in their 60s, conversational friends. And now that I'm in my 70s, I have conversational friends that are in their 20s, you know your emotional commitments and your emotional connections, you want to expand it as many decades as you possibly can because people from different decades bring different insights. They bring different perspectives, you know. So It's true. And, you know, I have a lot of my team are in their 20s, a lot of my business partner in their 30s. I see through XPRIZE and through Singular University and my abundance community, the full range of those younger and older. If you ask me how old I am, physically, I may be 59. Mentally, I feel sharply in my late 20s, maximum early 30s. And I actually feel typically the age of the younger person I'm speaking to, to some degrees. I feel them as, and I treat them to a large degree as peers and colleagues. Mm -hmm. But aging is something that we're beginning to understand is a disease that can be treated and that can be, in fact, set back in time Mm -hmm. to give you the youthful energy and physiology that you had in your 20s. And I think that's the end goal here. When I say, hey, do you want to live to be 120, 150? It's not a wheelchair. It's not with lost hearing and eyesight. It is with the vitality and energy and mental clarity and physical ability and beauty, if you would, that you had in your 20s. That is what is, I believe, fundamentally possible. And that's what I track. I mean, I've got, God knows, my last four companies have been on that. The next book I'm writing with Tony Robbins called Life Force is on looking at all of these areas. And I'm just continually like, oh yeah, (laughs) surprised, amazed, like, holy cow, that's amazing. I'll tell you a little funny story on this. When the COVID came to Toronto and we had the shutdown, I would go into the center city on Saturday mornings and do some shopping, a specialty food store, and then at Whole Foods. And I noticed Whole Foods lines were, you know, in the early days, there was a run on supermarkets. And I was standing in a long line. It took about 20 minutes to get up to the point where they let you in. And they had posters up that seniors could come an hour earlier that they had moved their opening time from nine o'clock to 10 o'clock, but seniors could come at nine if you were a senior. So I said, isn't that nice? That's a really nice story. And I'm walking along and I said, wait a minute, I'm a senior. I said, I'm a senior, you know, I'm 11 years a senior. And I have to tell you, Peter, it's the first time uh, since I've been a senior that I actually thought about it. So next week I come at nine o'clock, I'm in lineup and the people were so cranky and weird that I said, no, I'll go back and stand in line with the under senior. But it was so funny because I've been 11 years officially, legally a senior. And it's the first, well, first of all, it's the first time I've ever taken advantage of it, but it's the first time I'd actually thought about it. Day in, day out, I'm hanging out with people who are 30, 40 years younger than me. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I may be one of the older people that you actually hang out with. Yeah, kind of, but not emotionally and not mentally. 
maybe just, you know, <laughs> chronologically. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan, this has been such a great conversation. And honestly, I haven't even gotten into any of the technologies that we talked about. So if you're open to continuing this into our next podcast, I'd love to actually, on the next one, dive in and share some yeah. of the amazing stuff that we've seen and that I've been learning about in this. Yeah. As you know, I'm sort of a political junkie. And one of the great issues that will be faced in this is the inequality of distribution of solutions, you know, because there's always a bell curve to how people adapt. You know, we don't have to talk about that. And I don't have any problem with inequality at all. It's not something that I have a problem with. But I often think about it that certain people are going to get on board with this a lot faster than the general population. So It is, and I'll tell you, none of the therapies and treatments that I saw, none of the science that I saw, is going to be expensive. Yeah. It's not going to be something that, oh, this really labor-intensive, long process and such. No, it's all pennies. Yeah. But it's going to be, I think, a lot of individuals deciding that they want to follow this path because society has taught them for so long, no, <laughs> that's not the proper thing. Yeah. You know, the proper thing is to age gracefully, you know, and then- Leave a legacy. Die peacefully, leave a legacy. Yeah, and I think, you know, part of my mission with those closest around me and those that I coach and teach is for them to- change because this is the most amazing time ever to be alive right this is a time where we are about to make the human race a multi-planetary species where whatever you desire and want is going to become capable through 3d printing and ai and ar and vr so we're about to see this blossoming of human potential and really the evolution of the human species to something new and extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I want to be around to see it. Yep. And participate and take it. And participate. And yeah. Yeah. Good. Peter, the best way for people who are interested in Strategic Coach and what we offer, the best thing is just to go to strategiccoach.com and just go on programs and resources and they'll get a full information on Strategic Coach. Fantastic. And those of you who want to learn more about becoming a member of Abundance 360, go to a360, a360.com. You can learn about our in-person and our virtual programs. And really, it's an extraordinary group of 360 entrepreneurs who are off to create their mindsets and change the world. So shall we continue on our next podcast? Yeah, great pleasure. It's I'm sitting around the campfire on the Frontier Explorer. Just came back and said, "You can't believe what's up." Can't believe what I saw. Oh my god, I got so many great stories for you. All right, talk to you on the next episode. Okay, Peter.